that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What's your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. Uh, so now this is the For Real Cult of Cinnamon Knowledge podcast. Uh, I'm Levi, and that's Jordan. What's up? Hello, everybody. Hi. This is me, Jordan. Um... What were you saying? We're going to wait and get into it, though. <laughs> right about... Because you're oh, like, yeah. we got to no, start before... Well, we have this bad habit. We'll start... Because uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we just... When we hang out, we just talk about movies anyway. Yeah. And so we'll start talking and then be like, oh, wait, let's save it for the fucking podcast because <laughs> we're just talking about dread or whatever. Uh, which, I know. I can't... I Dude, I like spill out my podcast podcast juices and I'm like, oh, no, I got to savor those so that I can, I I try can to, use them try when to we're warm. live, when we're hot, Mike. <laughs> right. I know. I got to keep them buried in. I try to uh, warm up my juices throughout the day uh, to, like, get my thoughts out loud, you know, because it's like it's so much it's, sometimes it's much nicer, like, to just speak out loud and, like, articulate your thoughts. Like, how many times on this show have we uh, come to realizations about movies talking through them, you know, have a clearer understanding of what we like and dislike about them um, in the process? So I guess it's fine, but... I'll try to talk to people about movies constantly, and it's always a, it's always a disappointment. So thank God. For, <laughs> well, that's why you. For, that's uh, why you got me. Cult of Cinema and the, Knowledge podcast and, yeah, uh, is we, my church. The, uh, right. Praise, praise be the silver screen, because I literally like. <clears throat> again, you hear me say this every week to anyone I'll see in the street. Anyone. Hey, so have you ever seen Dread? Dread, what's that? <laughs> you know, I'm like oh, it's a uh, it's a cool sci-fi action movie. You should check it out. They're like, okay, I cool. Do. Well, and if they haven't seen it, um, you can you can go to our website, coldestimmentknowledge.com, and you can read them the synopsis that I wrote, and it will it'll hook them. Dude, did you just it'll plug the them. website? I can't even wait to see how many clicks we get. Yeah, I'm we're getting lots of clicks. I told you I put up a poster, check and my um, my neighbors my like my neighborhood park has a bulletin board, and I put up coldestiment knowledge. and it has been up there for weeks. Nice. And I don't I don't know if it's generating clicks. Probably not, but no, it, people you know, probably think it's like an it. actual cult. Yeah, <laughs> probably. It's like You're yeah, it's kind of close people, to a church. You're gonna get people <laughs> being, thinking like, "Is this a death cult? Please be a death." Cult. I know. Well, and that's it's kind of it's kind of cryptid and vague too. So I'm, I should I'm, probably I'm go looking slice it for up. a suicide cult. Please, please help me. <laughs> yeah. If yeah, we're gonna. What's the? Oh my god, dude. What's the? That's a. This is a ramble right now. But what <laughs> movie would you watch for your suicide? Before your suicide, dude. Anyways, that's that's right, dark, I'm, I'm saving that. If you want, that's hard. If you want to know the the last movie I'll I'll watch t- to my suicide, as as I hang slowly, um, <laughs> tune in for our cinema ramble episode that we're going to be filming after. Anyway, yeah. um, so we watched Dread. Jordan, for those who have not seen it. To, this is your week to write the synopsis. So, <laughs> and I did um, last minute as we were getting ready to record. You were typing. Let's. I'm. Thank God I got a synopsis that is that is somewhat easy. But it's still. It's like no matter how simple. This is probably the simplest film we've watched. In in no. It's very like, straight. No yeah, fault. It's very no straightforward. Fault. It's not. Yeah. yeah. It's super straightforward. It's like linear and like very little character development, but but solid characters. It's a fantastic movie. We're gonna get into it. Let me give you the synopsis. 
Dread, 2012. Oh, yeah, I like that a lot. Sometime in the future, most of America is a deserted wasteland, and the only livable border is from Boston to Washington, D.C., known as the Cursed Earth, housing over 800 million lives throughout its many towering megacities. The main law enforcement is a corpse of judges whose role combines those of judge, jury, and executioner. Dread is the first line of defense against a statistically outweighed crime, uh, crime and violence in the city. Following a heinous triple homicide in a slum neighborhood named Peachtrees, Dread is challenged with ridding the city of a new and powerful reality-bending drug called Slow-Mo. Experience reality at 1% of its normal speed, Dread teams up with an inexperienced partner, the psychic mutant Rookie Anderson. To invade uh, a corrupt, me- oh yeah, to invade and decorrupt Mega City One and take down its resident drug lord Mama. After they arrest one of her closest enforcers, the ruthless Mama hijacks the building's control panel on the top floor and locks down the complex, waging a vicious war against the judges with the help of anyone who has a gun, uh, proving that she will stop at nothing to protect her empire as the body count rises and no way out. The tag team duo must overcome the odds and battle their way to the penthouse against every bullet thrown at them. That's all. That was good. Very nice. Thank you. Um, Let let me ask you this. Did you just have a solar eclipse there in Seattle? (laughs) Oh, I know. Yeah. Welcome (laughs) to, welcome. It's the golden hour, dude. (laughs) Because like that light, uh, that light hit you just perfect. And the whole rest of the room went dark. It was thematic though. Cause you're like, you're like dread. Dread. The city, the yeah. city craves justice. I'm the, I'm the speaker now of the synopsis. Yeah, he, but, uh, yeah, I know he's basically like here. Batman. Anyway. He, yeah, he's got. Nah, you're of, fine. You're well, fine. He came you're out. Fine. Wasn't that like, that was like the same year Nolan right, did his Batman? Oh my god. No. Or, or one of them, Dark Knight maybe or something. I think Dark Knight wasn't came it? out when we were still in high school. Wasn't was it? I'm pretty sure Wild. Dark Knight came out in '09. Or is it, maybe it's one of them. I thought it was, I like looked it up just briefly to see what this like was up against because Money Minute will kind of like allude to a little bit of like, everybody knows this movie's, uh, uh, it was like supposed to be slated for a sequel, but then it didn't get funding. And now it's like, now everyone's like, everyone's like petitioning to get it made. And so it's still like really popular or, you know, at least there's like still like an internet backing to yeah, get it did, a it did well. It did well critically from but, what I heard. It just didn't do the money that they wanted. Right. Pro- and I guess, and yeah. probably because it was released in 3D. <laughs> I know. Well, and that, and that's also something. Those are probably like some of the bigger points that we'll talk about. But I want to, I want to get into Tyler like, back. what was your, what was your overall, yeah. what's your overall, like, because you've seen this movie before. Nope. And, and, oh, you haven't? This oh my God. This, why? This is why, my, this is my first viewing. Oh shit. Well, okay. Tell us what, how'd you feel? How, um, how come I've seen this before? <laughs> this yeah. Is weird. I don't know. Well, it's been on my list and I've actually had it uh, on my computer for quite some time. Because I've been wanting to watch it, but I've just I haven't yet. So uh, I was glad to watch it, and uh, so you know I went in expecting like a dumb by the numbers sci-fi shoot 'em up type movie. Sure, like it's cool. I know it's got sort of a cult following almost these days. Like people talk about it. Like uh, Dread was a really cool action movie that didn't get the love it deserved and should be. We like I want more of that. You know what I mean? And that's I mean, it's I always compared it. to the the original, the the first adaptation of Dread, yeah, the, and so it's like the, it's always like compared to how like how 
messy that one was. Well, and, and how like and that's funny because yeah. we're doing remakes, and I had known going in, I'd known about the original, and I I don't remember hardly any of it, but I've seen it as a kid, and I right, remember same. fucking Rob Schneider is like the he's like the goofy like the goofy wacky slapstick sidekick. Uh, and Judge Dredd, obviously, is just Stallone being Stallone. It, um, but um, so I knew that going in, obviously, with the remake. And I heard this was like a more of a gritty nitty type of remake. And then I knew vaguely that there was like, I'm like, oh, this is based on some original property. Pretty sure it's a comic book. Like, that's all I knew. Um, and so I went in and I immediately sucked in because, you know, I'm a sucker for uh, some cool dystopian uh, environments and it's got just enough lore to like wet my whistle like it doesn't go heavy on like this is the city and this is everything like well dude this is this is like this is like one of the one of the only movies i can really think of where well no i guess they they do that like they do like the text exposition at the beginning but for all the characters and stuff like their exposition is like i don't know it's a lot more it's like I don't know everything moves so fast in this that I really enjoy it. There's no one, no, no one's talking about it. It's and like lean, waxing and waning. Yeah, we talk yeah, about this sometimes. Lean. Like this movie was in a little over. It was like 95 minutes or something. It's super clean, straightforward. Like get it starts with a cool chase scene that had shows kind of showing off what they're doing visually, what they're doing with the world. Uh, setting up dread aesthetics and then having like introducing sl- their slow mo, um, kind of gimmick, kind of not. At first, I thought it was kind of a gimmick because I was like, ah, oh, that's too bad because it wasn't. I'm not seeing this in 3D and it feels like it's made for 3D. Um, but that I lost that feeling soon, like after the second slow mo scene, because uh, I was like, oh, okay, it makes more sense with the drugs to do it that way. Because right at the beginning during the car chase. Uh, I was like, oh man, like I, it's like trying to be 3D so hard, and I'm not watching in 3D, so it's not as good. But uh, dude, it sucked to be in. I had a lot of fun. I like there were points in this movie where I actually I'm sitting on my couch with my dog, and my wife is at the kitchen table doing a puzzle, and she's just like, that is so fucking stupid. Like, so like Dredd will say a one liner, like <laughs> yeah, like I don't even remember some of the lines. He's just like, justice is coming, and shit like that. Uh, yeah, just right, all these right, like yeah. super stoic, badass action movie hero one-liners, and I'm and I'm cheering out loud when things happen. I'm like, "Fuck yeah, that was cool!" Um, so it was a lot of fun. And but it's like I'm intrigued because they do such a good job setting up the scenario, setting up Dread, setting up Mega City One. They set up peach trees, and then it's like you're finding out like uh, they set everything up really well that it's like just super clean, and so you just have a lot of fun. You're not asking crazy questions other than like, man, I want to know how this world got like this. Um, well, but, right, right, right. But you're not that, asking that, so many like, crazy questions. It's not like huge mysteries. You're like, you know, it's like you find out fairly quickly, like obviously Mama's this crazy drug lord and she's actually manufacturing the slow-mo. Um, but man, I had a blast. I, I had a lot of fun watching this movie. I liked it. Like it's not gonna, like, I don't know. I want, I, I left feeling like, man, I want, I want more of that. Uh, like so, well, I feel like I mean, I'm part so, of that group now. So like, you're, you're, yeah, you are, you're definitely like gonna, I'm not like, like a, a diehard, I'm not like a diehard dread fan, but I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I want more, like a, that kind of movie. You know what I mean? Like, and because it's not, I was expecting like a dumb, just sci-fi action movie, but it, and don't get me wrong, it's got tons of action and it's not like 
super deep and has all these philosophical layers to pick apart. But it's like, I don't know. It was, it was super, it was really a solidly established sci-fi lore um, set. You know, they have a really good back, a really, really good foundation. And then they just do all the action set pieces on top of that foundation with really cool visuals that, um, I don't know, really worked. It worked out for them. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun watching it. I'll probably return to it one day. I'll actually, I wanted to download, see if I can get a 3D version of it and watch it on my Quest because you can watch 3D movies on or your Quest. You can do, yeah. And see, in that, I'd, I've never seen it 3D either. And I actually didn't know. The first time I saw this film, I had no idea it was 3D. And I I liked the stylistic, like, um, yeah, slow-mo shots when they hit the when they hit the drug. They're cool. It, it like, it totally. And it thematically makes sense. It works, and it works perfect, though, because they don't do 3D for, like, anything else. I mean, if they do, it must have been for, like, the maybe title. when they're firing. The title's what got me. Oh, Because the title. The title. Like, oh. like, explodes at the screen. And I was yeah, like. Yeah, the title. Oh. And then. And maybe then when the they're song. shooting. Maybe Maybe bit. when they're shooting those, 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 uh, those huge t- turret guns. You know, and they're like they waste that whole level. But and I imagine maybe there's really some in cool. that. But like I do feel like 3D would work because all the scenes when they throw looking the down the balcony. Uh-huh. I'm like that would cause it's they they do a, and I think because they're thinking with 3D a little bit ahead of a time that they're uh, they're creating really good depth, but without pandering and being a gimmick. Because that's what I was afraid of. Because I'm like, oh, when a movie is creating like spatial depth that I know is a 3D release. Originally, I'm like, oh, man, they're fucking gimmicking to that. Like, you know, they stab at this, you know, all the 3D things. Yes. Like the eyeball comes that, out towards the screen and shit. Right, like, right. And that's like, what I was expecting looks, near the beginning. I was now. like, ah, oh, it's too bad. Um, but this movie, like, they, the cinematography has a very good, uh, like, yeah, you know, you fill the space, even though it's like you can tell with the sets and everything like it seems like peach trees has and th- some has, very wide I, big spaces that have probably worked really well on 3d right and i i think it's funny though on this this is my second viewing and so i it's definitely like it is definitely a first viewing impact that hits you hard i feel like the second time i know i know like what's coming i know the huge the huge plot points where they like they capture the bad guy or they capture the, the one dude and then they're using him to go through and they go up and it gets locked down. Yeah. So I kind of know like the big things and like the slow-mo and everything. And so on this viewing, I felt like it almost – you you say it's lean and I agree because it, it super, it's super lean. But I'm almost like there's some parts where I'm like, oh, man, they really could like – they could have just trimmed it down. And these are, these are pretty much my only negatives huh. is like I think they could have – I think they could have slimmed it down. There's a few scenes where I'm kind of like – I'm like, well, this is like, this is almost like, I'm almost like, it's going a little slow. We don't really need to know this, <laughs> you know, or we don't need to have this happen. Like him, like him, like stunning those kids, you know, and that, that scene when, when the dude, like the dude gets out of his handcuffs and like grabs the girl and goes into the room. Right. It's um, like, you know, that, that, that scene's important to get her away. Can so you we, can we like just refer to though, that but, dude? That's Avon Barksdale. Show some respect. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, Wood Harris is the actor, but uh, the whole time. I was like, man, Avon uh, from The Wire, like he just can't, uh, just he always typecast as a drug dealer. It's too bad. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, right. It's like in Peach Trees, you know, slow-mo sells itself. Anyway. 
It's like the high rises all over again. Um, but no, I see, I see what you're saying. Like things like that. I feel like they, uh, they move the plot forward in a realistic and like, like, uh, re well, it was, it was really and, reactive, which I appreciated. Cause it was yeah. like, you know, well, I like it. I remember it purely as being just straight up. He was invincible. And I was like, I kind of was remembering it being like, Oh man, this is like, I remember being kind of silly. The first time I saw it, I thought it was cool. Loved the visual shots and everything. But I thought, like, I was like, oh, man, he's almost too invincible. But on this viewing, it actually was nice to kind of be reminded that, like, he is he's a little more methodical. Like, he's very, like, he's caught off guard. He's getting, yeah, he's he's caught off guard like, a couple he times. He doesn't, he doesn't just, he's not just killing, like, so the raid, that's going to be, like, a, that's a, a really strong comparison. And in that film, it, it feels a little, he, like, he gets pretty fucking beat down in that movie. And so it almost feels, like, impossible. And in this, I feel like because the sci-fi behind it helps, where, like, he has tools that can go and, like, you know, his that one pistol can change different weapons and he can, like, Which is a lot of, know, yeah, he can take a out lot huge groups of people, mm-hmm. you know, right? And, like, yeah, I think I think it's like it, switches it, it to aids, incendiary and, like... Right. It, it aids in the, like, it aids in the, the uh, dispension of, of disbelief or whatever, suspension of disbelief, because yeah. it's, like... You you know like oh this this weapon is pretty much making him invincible. Well, it's a like, good point all though. His, like, his training and stuff it like um, it adds. But I actually disagree with you. I mean, coming back to the kid part, because the kid part, um, like not only is it it's quick, it's a realistic considering the environment reactionary method to catch uh, Judge Dredd off this game so that uh, you know Avon Barksdale can kidnap the psychic and get away and all that shit. But also. That's a moment I thought it was, even though it's super simple and it's not like, oh man, that's deep. It's literally just shows like Judge Dredd is not a killing machine. Like it shows that he underneath, he's not, he's not RoboCop or anything. He's underneath it all. He's a man because he switches. He has every right to kill those kids. And he even just like, you're, you know, body bag or juvie, your choice. And, uh, but then he switches to stun and stuns them instead, which is like, I thought that was there's so little character building moments for dread that it's like those ones really have to kind of work. And I felt like that one worked. And there's a couple other, like, especially when the other judges show up, um, you know, it's like there are character building moments for like how he is. And he like loses his emotion slightly when he like is finding out everything. And he almost is beaten Avon Barksdale to death. Um, and then like, you know, the psychic Anderson has to take over. So it's like, I, I feel like that really works, but I do agree with you that probably on a second viewing, like, I want to be in that world, but I don't necessarily want to be in that storyline again and again. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen that story, yeah. I've seen that storyline, I've seen that plot, you know, Judge Dredd and, and Anderson in the lockdown of Peach Trees against Ma Baker. Seen it, cool, it's awesome, it's badass, well, but I just want to be in that world more. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what leaves I, me wanting I, more. I'm not a big so I've I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm not the biggest fan of sequels. I feel like they're I I get nervous because they're really hard to accomplish. I don't need a sequel. They're, I want a fucking I want a and I want but, a video game. <laughs> oh well, yeah, a good, video game would be dope. I want a good like third a, person video yeah. game where I'm a judge going around <laughs> Mega City One, dealing with corruption and dealing with drug dealers like crackdown style. That sounds fun. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that could be fun. I mean, they just cyberpunk tried, I guess. That's <laughs> what I'm I mean, saying. Yeah. It's like, and, that, that, and that's why I really yeah. like this world, man, because it's like, it did give me sense. Because obviously, this is this is technically a cyberpunk dystopian type genre, but it's oh, early yeah. stages of cyberpunk, 
it's much more like overpopulation collapses society. Like it's well, like this world. I love this world in a hundred years is cyberpunk. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And that's yeah, that's the thing. You're seeing like because it's like the little there's like the little um the little like. Easter eggs that get into it, the the, the body modifications, yeah. like Mama pops out the the computer dude's eyes and gives him like those robotic ones that help yeah. him, like you know, uh, he's like a basically a camera Don himself. Hall and so, Gleason. Yeah, right, and he's an ex machina. Yeah. What's his joke? I know. He's, this is essentially Alex. So Garland. apparently, this is an Alex Garland project more so. And I did I, not know that, that, and that made me. Excited. That's what's. Well, and that I, like. It's so funny. I forgot. I like was watching this, and I see it, and it says the director, like you know, whatever Peter or something like the hell's his name. <laughs> yeah, Pete. Fuck. Pete Travis. Yeah. And uh, and then it was like written and produced by Alex Garland, and I was like, oh, whoa, okay, wait a minute. And so the only thing I ever I looked into is like apparently there was a lot of conflict between them, and Alex Garland kind of this is this is essentially considered like his soft debut, like his right. you know yeah. directorial debut because he like. Yeah, he worked on it so well. But I don't I'm like that is something I need to look into because I would love to know more of that history and what the if it's just more of like people just credit that or if he actually genuinely like kind of took the reins and like worked heavily alongside Pete Travis or something. But anyways, I'm excited for Alex Garland's new movie Men, so dude, I, that'll be Alex, dark as hell. I'm fucking there for everything he, Alex Garland does now at this point, dude. Yeah. Uh, I mean he like he, the fact that he wrote this, it's so funny because I'm like I'm like, God, this is like it's written really well and it's cool and it's slim. And then I was like, oh, Alex Garland, he's like the master at that. All of his movies are like super slim. <laughs> They're like, I did, you know, right? I, I feel like he took this, because uh, obviously he'd been fairly successful. He had, uh, he'd wrote some no like novels, I think. But then he'd wrote, uh, yeah, he wrote, I think he wrote like the it, fucking beach or something. Anyway, he, not that, but well, he wrote a couple novels. It was 28 Days, 28 days Later yeah, was his like first. First screenplay. That was early, he got back first screenwriting that. and 20 Days Later in Sunshine he wrote. Right. Which are yeah, oh, obviously amazing. We love th both of those Those are movies. amazing movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We need to talk about those one day, dude. Maybe we'll do 28 Days Later for Halloween. Uh, yeah, we should. I, I love that movie. Yeah, I know. You used uh, to fall asleep to it all the time. I know, I yeah. I it was always playing in your room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, I feel like Alex Garland, like, wrote this movie and is like, I really love the Dread universe, uh, Judge Dread universe. I want to, like, so he writes just, like, a tight movie that he can bring to studios and be like, let me make this. And they're like, okay, but you got to do with this other guy. Uh, and so I feel like they kind of, I, I don't know if that's what happened, but that's what it feels. Because it I, does, like you said, it's like a right. soft debut because uh, he kind of popped off and he had a lot. Apparently he had, he was really involved in like the pre-production hard, like a thousand times because obviously he produced too, but he was like a thousand times more involved than any screenwriter usually. And it's like he was there on set and like. Uh, and he And he worked like, he worked like alongside the, the original author of Dread, yeah, his cre that John his, Wagner. Yeah, his creative so, vision, like he had a vision for this movie from inception of the screenplay that bleeds through much more than a lot of other uh, ways. So it's like, it, it, and, and it shows, you know what I mean? It shows like the, with the hyper-stylization and like just his his love for sci-fi, you know? Yeah, it, and that, dude, the, the tight sci-fi, I'm, I'm like, so like fucking like Ghost in the Shell and then, the movie that I, the movie that I like, I don't necessarily equate it with, you know, one for one, but like it gives me like a lot of Blade Runner vibes, clearly. Well, and Blade Runner is like one of my favorite series of all time, yeah. so it's like well, it's in the cyberpunk you know. genre, like we're saying, you know, it right. really fits with all those. But it's, and it's but like I just soft like that. I like how, right? It's soft cyberpunk, but it's like it's fully like it's fully that 
dystopian. It feels, I love how crowded it feels, but yet individual characters are. Like, it totally, that scene when he fucking goes to the, uh, it's right at the beginning when he shoots that incendiary round into the dude's <laughs> mouth yeah. and it, like, melts his face. I bet that was 3D, too. That shot kind of seemed weird. Yeah. And so, you know, that probably had, like, some sparks blowing out. But anyways, it's like, I love how scared the woman is that she just got saved because it's, like, it's so telling to how, like, a dystopian would be with, with the, with, like, judges being, like, enforcers and police. It's like, no, they're you know, they... Yeah, they get to they get to do everything, and I love how he like it. It's great. It's not as satirical as like RoboCop, but no, it definitely like it. It's got a little bit, but it's just so funny how he's always just like he always like will explain exactly what the law is, and I'm just like, oh man, dude, it's so. Well, and it's it's sad because he is like the epitome of like I am. Yeah, Robo. I was getting hardcore RoboCop vibes because he's like, I am the law. Like I am right. here to like his religion is the law. You know what I mean? And he's there to uphold the law. But the system of this judge system is definitely makes sense that he is definitely the anomaly. Like all those other judges that come, all the crooked ones, I guarantee you that's so much more common. <laughs> well, that's no, that's no, even him, even him. He's like, he's super silly because he's like this. He just so he's like, there's like, what is you know, 6% of, of laws. Cause now we're, now we're getting into like the actual, like, like, legitimacy of anything that they do it's so it's so yeah they're saying there's there's like seventeen thousand violent crimes a day or murders a day yeah and dude i'm just like i'm like i'm almost like when he talks the the biggest thing for me my biggest pet peeve is when he talks to the homeless guy which unfortunately that dude like gets smushed to shit (laughs) it's It's great that's that's the like that's the satirical part yeah Yeah, that's like that's the part where i'm like god yeah dude we yeah we get it You're, you're kind of hitting us over the head with it like that door but it's like uh how he just tells him like he needs to get a job, and it's like all this shit where it's like it's like the un- unemployment rate and shit, and all the people in this building. Ninety six percent peach trees. Ninety six, ninety six percent unemployment. I'm like, dude, the like the statistics that they laid on us, where there's eight hundred million people in like that landmass that's basically like the size of Texas. It's impossible to have like a, f- a f- structure that would work, like yeah. an infrastructure that's capitalism. It's impossible. Like you, there is no such thing as unemployment yeah, now. It's you have eight hundred thousand people that are just blown. <laughs> like, and honestly, like, it's sad. But I, I watch this movie and I'm like, as silly and crazy it is, this seems like such a likely future for humanity <laughs> if, if we really. continue the way we're going it's it would be less desert and more oceans closing in on, the, on each side right. that's, yeah but it's like we don't we would all live in like the middle well, that, with that many people it's like it's not like you can have a no democratic government They're, it's 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 full-blown no. authoritarian dictatorship and uh right. it's like it's so that's i think what my only pet peeve like, is that they try to they try to paint it as like there are criminals and there are police <laughs> i'm kind of just like i'm like it, yeah, it's well, like it's super it's nihilistic. It's, for, it's, I feel like it's, right, it's outcome. Right. It's 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 uh, what it's saying is super nihilistic because they're like humanity's fucked. And the guy, the the one cop even says it. The one dread is like, or the one judge is like, this city's a meat grinder. You know what I mean? It's like everything because that's the thing. It's like yeah. we're only they're only existing to just continue existing, but they know the system does not work, and the system has never fucking worked. But it's just like this constant of like they're trying to like police extremely ineffectively this insane growing thing. And it's just like 
it's just never going to work. It's just this this hopeless, constant struggle of like nothing, of just violence and just just. Well, and that's and that's what I I kind of like that it's like it it's almost like since they since there is there isn't going to be no infrastructure that can do it like no police force that could actually do anything good. It's just essentially like you get to choose and send to somebody, and then you don't even you take them to like a pod. Which I'm assuming, or what the hell are they called? Is it, yeah, something pod, right? Like a yeah, it's like an cube. isolation cube. I, that, yeah. I, yeah, the isolation cube. Which is essentially it's just like, yeah, just boom. It's, you're and you're it, in I, solitary confinement. It, it's basically yeah, it's solitary. I'm sure yeah, I'm sure you go to it, and there's probably just like you know some gruel that gets I dropped do, in there. Or I do I do like yeah, that. There's but. no in this world of like uh, you know, and I'm not all for like extreme law or anything, and the exact opposite. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. but like, I do think it's interesting where it's like, uh, it's portraying this world where it's like, there's no fines, there's no tickets, there's no fees. Like every crime has to be adhered to so extremely it, because that's the only way right. to, to combat it at all. It, and it's, it's black and it's white. No matter yeah. what, like, boom, jail sentence, I'm the judge, you're sentenced. And it, it's interesting because it's like in a world like that, then it's like, uh, the law is actually depending on the judge, obviously, adhere to everybody. Because obviously in our current that, society, I mean, laws don't apply to you if you have and, money. Uh, <laughs> well, right. and, and in our current society, it's almost similar to that too, where laws don't apply to you if you are in a position of power. And that's so what like, that is. And that, that's, and that that's comes with that. Is. It's right. But dude, authoritarian this, this, angle. Uh, have you ever seen this anime called Psychopaths? Dude, John used to watch Psychopaths. I, 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 not a whole lot, Love but it. I've seen a little bit of it. So should I if watch you it? like this I've been, movie, dude? I've been, oh, I highly, I'm, I highly recommend. It. It's pretty simple too. I'm, I think it's only like maybe sixteen I'm episodes anime or twenty episodes. Yeah. By Curious, um, I know, right? You're, yeah, you, you've dabbled I'm, in a little high Miyazaki, which is like no, that's, that's where I dabble deeper than Miyazaki though. I, oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like I, you've watched some with us too. I, love I guess Perfect yeah. Blue and I but, love Akira. Uh, I prefer the movies yeah. to the television shows. Is my is my right. thing, well, but. This this was this is good. You you would like it. There's enough. I might check it out. It's pretty like it's it's not super anime y. It doesn't have a lot of the super a lot of the tropes. It's more of kind of like a like a Ghost in the Shell. But it's dope because in this one they have weapons that actually they'll like clock somebody and analyze them and then tell you what where you can proceed and then you can like override it and stuff. You know. But it's like it's kind of similar to this where that gun clocks and blows his arm off. Because it's like that, where like the guns like loaded to each, you know, each cop or that's whatever. Fun. But, uh, but yeah. that's an interesting thing because the whole time I was waiting for uh, like them to, to explain the mutant thing, but they don't yeah. and things like that. But they don't, and I'm I like and I'm it. glad they don't because think, it's just like yeah, they're like you know, mutants are a thing in this world, and they're you know they're rare, but it exists, and there it is, boom. Right. Like that's just right. what happens. It just, it, that's just they're just like kind of an, that's her an anomaly that that's part of the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I love how it, I love how it is. It is like you said. It's like we're just tiptoeing into this like cyber. Yeah, they're dripping. Like, they're dripping. You the know, lore just enough. like body body modifications aren't really quite there yet, but they're like you know. I'm sure. I'm sure in the background, there's probably a lot of like a lot more machinery that's involved. What I'm in, I want to. Like, I want that world. Humo, I want to know humo, about but, like the black Marl, the crime. I'm, I'm nervous though if they make a sequel, I just don't feel like it's gonna have the same tightness. It's almost like where Sin City, Sin City felt like 
like one of the greatest Holy comic fuck. book adaptations of all time. Sin City, uh, Sin City Two, a Dame to Kill For, was fucking was, horrible. <laughs> was the weird? It's so weird because it's, it's almost got its like moments, they tried but... to make they tried to make the exact same movie again, but it just like it was like the fucking bargain bin, dude. It was uh, you know it movie, was the goddamn like Kroger that... brand. Like it totally was just. <laughs> hey, whoa now. I love Kroger brand. I love I love Kroger brand though, so don't We're, worry. I'm uh, not... This episode of Cult of Summer Knowledge is brought to you by Kroger. Brought to you by, by Kroger, yeah. Sponsor Technically, us, it does pay for some of this. That's true, yeah. Um, but I don't know how I feel about a sequel at this point. I I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not just, like championing like for it, but again, I think I want more dread property. You know what I mean? Yeah. Done well because there and was I, they were talking to, about doing a show. Uh, you know, doing a, uh, doing a TV okay. show, which could be interesting. I wish we, I wish we did more miniseries here in America. I wish we I think that's like picking up. It's, more just like six it's episodes. It's picking up gusto, you know, just, honestly, the, the limited yeah. series. Like there's Hulu and Netflix have been doing a lot more of that and HBO than normal, especially with streaming. So I think we will get more of that, honestly, hopefully. Yeah. Cause they are, they're getting more popular. They're like sh- more short run. Cause this, I think, I think this would function well in a, in a short series. Yeah. I think you yeah. could. I I do like you said. I love the world, and I want to see more. And it'd be interesting to see, like, like it could even be like fifty years from from when this took place, and Dred's like retired, maybe, or or just Dred's like old. I don't know. I guess that's been done a million times where a retired cop. But anyways, dude, it, I uh, yeah. I know it would I, be interesting. To I see was watching stuff. a couple videos last night about like, because again, going into this, I was like, oh yeah, I think there's like a there's obviously a comic or something because it's like there's no way. This this well, world is not yeah. an original property to the movie. Like I was, I knew that, but uh, I was looking up the comic afterwards because I was like, oh, I like, I really like this Lord. I like this world. I think it's cool. I want to learn more about it. So I was like, uh, I would, you know, I like comic books. I'd read some of the comic books probably. Um, but I was like looking up in the Lord, and it's there's so much of it. <laughs> there's just so huge, much. Yeah. Like it's been going on for a long time too, way more than I thought. Uh, but it's interesting. Right. I mean, it gets pretty weird, some of it, from what I understand. But well, and I'm really glad. I'm really glad that they stuck. So it's kind of what Sin City did for comic books. How they brought the like the page to life. It works so well. Like the yellow bastard in that. Like he doesn't seem out of character because it's just no. like it's like it fits. you know he he just kind of fits. Even though he looks, he's he's not Sin human. City's he cool. looks completely. That's a, that's a he, good dude, noir movie. A, man. Oh, I got yeah yeah. That's a movie I like. I watch, I've seen a, a few times, but um, with this, it's like I love that they I love they toned it down because in the two thousand or in the nineteen ninety five one, they freaking they give him like the huge costume like we loved doing that in the in the early nineties. It's like, cool, give you, like Batman and stuff yeah. look goofy. Yeah, no, I, I love it aesthetically. It's beautiful, it's cool. but practically yeah. it looks dorky. Well, that no, like, I'm like, this, it's, they it looks have clunky. Actual, like it does feel like society's kind of barely hanging on, and it's getting there. But it's like you know, in this. Even though in the comic book series from the panels I've seen and the 90s movie, there's like flying right. cars. It's, it's, it's like full blown and it's really, fifth element. And it's really like, you know? yeah, it's and it's flamboyant. Everything they yeah. wear is like big and it's like super exaggerated. And I, you know, I love that they like more, more humanized this, this is, version. This is more grounded but, in a way that like, you know, the Nolan's Batman movies are like, they we took it and we grounded it. Right. This is that, but like, a little bit like they still had the flair. Like this movie still has that stylistic flair, that dystopian grind. Well, and I, I love, 
I love that he keeps his helmet on because that's true to comic. I love so you like, never see his face. I love it. <laughs> it's it's such a good I, stylistic I, I would have been so it, sad if he took it off he, at the end. He emotes. Like, shakes his right. head. Well, no. And, yeah. And that was the – that's like – they. I'm like they just – they couldn't do it. The whole – like when I first saw this, he was like wearing his helmet the whole time. And even when he was talking like in the interrogation room, I was like, oh, uh, so he's like – I'm like he's got to keep this on the whole time. And then I thought, yeah, I thought maybe they would do that at the end. They'd give him a little, yeah, the flip, and they give him, like, the beach, the beach, you know. <laughs> That'd be funny. The, Carl Urban, the, the, like, the, the whole project. time you're watching this whole movie of just yeah. this dude frown. Like, just, <laughs> oh, yeah. just grimace. The scowl, the and then at the end, he takes it off, and he just got luscious hair. Just, like, beautiful, yeah. <laughs> luscious hair. Uh, that'd be fun. <laughs> I'd give I'd give him a pass. That's what they should have done. Uh, do you have any uh, Reddits for us? I do. And, and then, uh, yeah, let me see. Oh, I wanted to say, no, what was really cool about this is there freaking... Where the raid had oh did I mention this already shit I mean I don't know uh the raid had like nothing but hand to hand combat and this had nothing but like bullet to bullet combat like it was all gunfire combat and I I loved it like there's only like maybe two hand to hand combat scenes in this whole thing and it it's fantastic it's like it's so it's so cool I don't know that the action works really well the actions with just the bullets. actions good oh. um let's see. So I got a couple of dread comments. Let's see what we got. So, um, Zan Pierre says, I'm from South Africa where some of the shots were taken. For example, the bridge at the beginning, I have driven on a lot. This was just raw action, amazing shots. Love the slow motion. Carl Urban was freaking awesome. Um, and he was oh, yeah. like, this movie is not like, you know, that role of Judge Dredd is not like, this depth complex role but it's just like you do no. need the right guy to play this gravelly this like i don't know even with the, just the lower half of his face like he plays this guy really well because you can you do tell there's something under there uh well, and it's, but just yeah, enough, it's really hard to not enough. <laughs> to deliver those lines to deliver those lines with like you know true character and to be like genuine it's not super easy. Could it could have easily been like because it's like everyone mocks like it's Batman, cheesy, you know, but Nolan's is, Nolan's yeah. Batman. My wife was like, "That's but cheesy," I, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's kind of the point." But it was never like too much. Like it was just yeah. enough. Like the like there's a couple one liners, you know. But it's like they never felt right. like pandering. It's, it's not gimmicky. He didn't. He didn't just like he didn't. He never like looks at the camera. Yeah. And stuff, no. It's just know? like he's, just, he's literally just like saying that shit. Like he's just so matter of fact. The, he doesn't know. This, yeah, he doesn't the, know he's doing a one-liner. He just says it. <laughs> the scene that, yeah, the scene that comes to me is when he's like, "Wait," you know, yeah. and, he and like, he's like, "Wait for what?" And that, that was a good villain speech, though, you know. Yeah. Because uh, uh-huh. that's pretty right, good. Right. I, I really liked the scene where the the crooked uh, judges showed up. So, also, another opponent says, "Dread is what I miss about action movies. It proves you can have a compelling, intense story and good action set pieces without having to make it a crazy quest to save the world from a global threat." The Dread movie feels like a story from any random day in that world, and it benefits from it. And I love that. Like it, that dude, great, it, yeah, great yeah. comment. Oh, and I have to say, someone from South Africa, what's up? Awesome. Yeah, thanks. I hope you. I <laughs> thanks hope for you, commenting. I hope you listen to this. Yeah, keep commenting, man, because I've seen you. I've seen you in a couple of the other comments. So uh, keep commenting. Yeah, we 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 heck up. Uh, and it. another opponent, you know who you are, you fucker. Yeah. I hope you. I, hope, I know, I hope dude. You listen yeah. to this. Have you and seen? You, that was a good. Yeah, come, that was a good comment. So you should keep commenting. Yeah, come comment if you've seen Psychopaths. Let me know. <laughs> Let me you know, like. that, you but, know uh, that Weeb ass has seen Psychopaths. I know. He probably, yeah, he probably has. But uh, 
We need to get. We need to pop on the pod again, dude. It's been a hot dude, minute. And it's funny because the last pod he was on was uh was was, was a uh, total <laughs> recall in Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. Oh yeah. Oh, it was total yeah, recall, it was, right? And we that's doing, I kind of got the original. The original He's got vibes for this. Judge yeah. Dredd <laughs> is hella. Yeah, but like the original is like super hella like total recall yeah, vibes, time. you know, and that like came a couple years after. So it's like totally fits that it just fits that like you can tell it's you know 90s that's what i like about this it like seems a little cleaner and i just love how simple it is but dude it it totally um uh feels like super dreamy and i love i love those shots so much dude the slow-mo it it really like I, i'm right. a sucker for slow-mo and i thought at the beginning it was a little it was a little gratuitous but then it kind of pays off because it's like they stopped doing they, it like that the was the thing i was you know, literally sick bullet i got to the point where i was like i want more slow-mo like bring because right. they kept like obviously it was only they only did the slow-mo when people were on the drug and i really appreciate yeah. that because i thought for sure yeah. they were going to switch to a slow-mo scene just during a shootout because it's cool but they never did no and it only it's yeah. it's all makes sense within the world and that's i think that's the like I said, the big strength. Whoops, sorry, that was probably loud. It's like the biggest strength of this movie is it's just like everything. It's simple. It's all the pieces work. Like it's tight. It's like all the gears are there. This thing affects this thing, and that's just the way. Like it, this movie has a set set of rules that it adheres to and uh, makes it so it's it's tight. There's no weird loose ends. Um, right, and I totally agree with yeah, probably on that. Like it, well, it I feels that. like just a day in the I city. I love that because it's like so even dope. at the very end, like that's just one thing of many. They're just on a day. It's not like the end all be all crime. Like she is a crime boss, but I guarantee you, there's dozens of other mega crime bosses. And even yeah. at the end, well, I mean, it's she, she, she like controls. <laughs> she, she controls the 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 city block, yeah. the two hundred stories. But there's still like the other operating gangs. Yeah. They've just kind of like chosen to work with her, and I'm sure at any minute because she knows she's like it comes with the territory. Dreads or judges are gonna come, yeah. come after Second, me. But it also out. comes with the territory that one of the, the other, other gangs, gangs are gonna take over that block. Yeah, they're like yeah, they're just they're right behind her. They're they're probably using her because she has like the leverage with manufacturing it and shit. Uh, you know, getting it out there. It, even yeah, even at the end, the captain walks out and is like, "So what happened in there?" And he's just like, "Drug bust gone bad." That's it. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah. That's just his day. You know, that's what's right. up. And they're like, how'd the rookie do? And, you know, he did good. That Like, that was the most significant thing was that she, like, proved herself as, as this force for good that can actually do something probably because she's more empathetic too, uh, which also the, all the uh, – her psychic stuff uh, I thought was really well used for – like, because it didn't overdo it either, like – Oh yeah, and she never like messed with. It. She never like beat anybody with it. She just used it to her advantage uh, as like a tool. It was, it was great because it's like a lot of times she it would like, show I guess you. Kind of beat the guy, it but. would show you like the uh, inside their head, like the fiction inside their head, like but like it didn't linger on it. And then like yeah. the one girl's dressed as a judge and comes out and she's like, "This rookie will never know." And then it's like there's like a second of her being like summon her up psychic, and then she just mows her down. And it's great because you didn't get a you don't. You didn't get, like, a whole thing of being, like, a flashback sequence of her, like, reading her mind. It was just, like, you know because of how it's set up. She just read her mind. There's that little visual effect, and then she mows her down, and it's fucking, it's satisfying. You know what I mean? To, to see how it's, like, up until that point, those are the rules. That's how it's used. That's how she uses her character um, to get out of those situations, and it's and it's awesome. 
And the way she get in, gets in Avon Barksdale's head and fucks him up is also awesome. Right, right. <laughs> I guess that's, that's like that's like the that's like the main time she uses it to defeat somebody, but she doesn't even. It's not like I'm just glad she didn't use it to like to like completely destroy them, you know, or something. It's like it wasn't she's not like at the end. Like, yeah, it's very, it's very, yeah. It works perfect with like who she is and how she's learning and like. So yeah, well, and seeing it, if it was like a mini series, she would probably get a little stronger. That's what caused or, like, her to survive. But yeah, you're right. The the uh, right. the ultimate uh, everything that happened, the ultimate goal, did not hinge on her being a psychic. Like she got no, she right. got shot it, in the shootout being a judge, and Judge Dredd also took a huge gamble. At the end, he's just like, hmm, let's see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do love that. That was that's actually one part where like if you didn't pay attention to like the one line where he's like we're like a kilometer up do you think it can you know do you think this transmitter can get through like you know whatever 200 uh, stories of concrete you know (laughs) yeah yeah like 100 100 stories of concrete you know and like um so that was yeah i I, I like that gamble um so mikey forrester says i'm jealous that you're about to watch this for the first time i do think first time view like we were saying so i just wanted to shout that out and then uh uh, Wugger Humphden says the only thing wrong with Dread is the lack of a sequel. If you've never seen it, I hope you have a good sound system with big sub for the slow mo sequences. Uh, Lena Hetty is suburb as Mama, which she's awesome. This movie had a pretty good like crew too. Well, it was a big. chameleon chameleon cast yeah. too, dude. I didn't even realize it was her. I, I, it clicked with me. I was like, who is that? And I was like, oh, that's you know Cersei from Game of Thrones. Um, that's what it was, and then and then as soon as I saw Avon, I was like, oh yeah, and that's you know Wood Harris, and like you know, yeah. um, well, and then uh, the the main girl, you know, Anderson, Olivia, whatever Thur- Thurlby, yeah. she's she's in Why the Last Man. Oh, she plays she plays the sister. That's right. Can't remember her name right I'm now. I'm sad about that. So, <laughs> I yes, I me mean, too. So we could go on around. It had its moments. I'm sad that it's just like. No. Here it came. Save it for the away. save it for the ramble. <laughs> let's get save it for the ramble. Let's get uh let's get Travis in on Hold the horn on. here. What um, do you oh, want to get him first? Or you still have more? Do you have oh do you have more? Do you have no, more Reddit? I was gonna say, do you want to do his? Oh. Do you want to do his voicemail first, or do you want to do the money man first? Oh what yeah, would yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. I can definitely. Either way. No, I can hit you. I can hit you up with the I money man. Gonna... So yeah, I guess that we kind of discussed it a little bit about the parameters of, of it getting a sequel, but. Essentially, it was like if this movie hit fifty mil, if it, if it like, you know, hit fifty million in the box office, they would make a sequel. It was like it was like it like contracted, guaranteed that it was going to be a sequel, and it made forty one uh. off of, which is wild because the budget the budget's a little stretched too. They say it the budget is from thirty million to forty five million, so that's kind of a big. I don't know that fifteen million is like. A lot of a lot of the budgets for a lot of movies we've watched. So I don't know where fifteen million's kicking around. I don't quite know. Like all the sources were kind of around thirty million to thirty-five million, and then some would say forty-five million. And so I'm just like, eh, thirty to forty-five million my, is the budget. Yeah, my guess would have been uh, it, twenty-five to thirty because even though this, I thought this movie was really was um, well done, but it's like if I had any gripes with it. It's like you can tell, and I and it wasn't a problem for me, but you could tell it's punching above its weight class, because the effects right. it's, are sometimes a little wonky, a little. Some of the fluid simulation for the blood, digital blood, is obvious, and some of the compositing is a little, um, like the, some of the green screens a little much. But it's like 
they use it so well with the uh, the style and like the cinematography and the art direction to make that style kind of like be specific for the movie. But it feels like I was watching it. And I was like, okay, this feels like a lower budget than it probably. Like most people would probably think it was more. Because I mean, at the end of the day, for a big action sci-fi movie, like thirty million is really not that much. I mean, Aven- Avengers no, is it, hundreds of millions. You know what I mean? Or hundred? Yeah, yeah, uh, right. But I mean, still, it's like I do feel like they 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 pushed it because it did feel like a lot of the sets. I, like I'm like, okay, these are the sets, and they're doing everything they can. Uh, well, the the things I loved about it, the one thing I noticed on this watch was it feels it felt slightly the first time you're kind of getting introduced to peach trees. It feels a little Scooby-Doo because they literally just took the same. They had one staircase and two hallways, and they just yeah. kept they kept set it's dressing. Like everything them. looks the same, so it's, so it's just like everything. You know. Yeah, so they would set dress it different, and they they used a lot of mirrors. So they would put mirrors, and it would look like the hallway runs on for miles. Oh, uh, that's miles. cool though. And so that and so you could you could notice it because when I was watching it, I wasn't paying attention to anybody but the sets. Yeah. The whole time they were in peach trees, I'm like, or like the first part, I was like, well, I'm like, oh man, I'm like, how did, because how do they do this? They make it seem huge. It's like this place, it looks like it's housing, you know, almost well, it's like a, a city. People. The whole thing itself and, is like a yeah, fucking city. Yeah, it's like a city. And so it's kind of cool. You can see it run on. It's like they use mirrors. And then you can tell they kind of like, they definitely did like, you know, set dress differently and cutting into the homes helps a lot too. You know, builds like, builds the world. Oh, dude, oh my God, I love the scene. When it uh when it goes super western and he's walking, it's like the first time he's watching through peach trees when the the they go on the PA and Mama's like you know uh, you know these these kill them you know kill the ah, kill the judges. So and cool. dude, it's just like it's basically like <laughs> it is. And he's like we better. We better and he's walking we better through. Yeah. <laughs> the the little the little kid opens the gate and they look at him and shake their head and he just closes the town, it and goes yeah, back the in. Town's and it's like, like running in. Oh, the whole town's closing down, dude. I love it. That is super western. That's funny. Oh, it was so it was a hundred like watching it, I was like I was like what where is the like I was expecting them to just put a little tiny like yeah. like twinge <laughs> just behind it just as like a joke. Yeah. Like a, a <laughs> yeah I was waiting for like the jaw heart like to come out. Weed, yeah. well, well it basically dude, yeah, it was like shooting like just like the ball. It's like it looked like yeah, it was a it was a western hardcore. It was great. Um that's funny. No that right. yeah, but so anyway, so they they didn't gross the they didn't gross the fifty million. So it was like it kind of got put into limbo because the the team wanted to do it and everybody kept saying like do it and it sold it did really well it sold like it sold 600,000 copies the like the first week that it went on DVD I do think sales. the 3D hurt so, it man I do like I mean I do the 3D I agree. probably bumped up some ticket sales of the tickets that were sold but they sold less tickets because it was 3D yeah I think it did I mean and there was a, you know apparently there was obviously a 2D release yeah um, but it, in theaters, but it's not, it's not the, it's just like, because they were riding the trend, dude. they were just riding the trend. Not right. that there's not well, a dude, place and for that 3D, was, but that was the time. Man. Well, here, go, uh, let's listen to Travis's. Okay. Well, I, I wanted to say, cause we were talking about it. The other thing, while I pull this up, the other thing I really like is how they chose to, what to use with practical effects, which they used a lot of, and then what they chose to use as digital but, effects, which there's also yeah. a lot of. It's like they're like right. we're not gonna fuck with all this blood so much, but we're gonna use compressed air to like make all these like ripples, and we're gonna like the way they did, and they're gonna use mirrors instead of green screens. Like 
I I respect that because they did. This felt like the CG was a tool and not a crutch, um, and so I like that. So okay, here's Travis's. It's a tool, not a re- not a replacement. Correct. Is what Correct. I like. So uh, I'm gonna hopefully you can hear this. Hey guys, Dread is what an action movie should be: lots of guns, explosions, and a clear battle between good and evil. No pointless love story or boring character development. The slow motion kills were pretty cool too. I was reading that Dread was released in theaters in 3D, which would have been amazing to see. So my question today is, which 3D movie have you seen in theaters that you like the most? Thanks. You didn't hear that at all, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> but here, let me let me just read the let me read the transcript real quick while you answer the question. Yeah. I'm assuming it's. I heard the ending part where it said like. Uh, which 3D movies and theaters have you seen? Yeah. Travis, thank you for your question, sir. Um, I'm glad um enjoyed it. I wish, because it's like, as much as I... I have a mixed oh, yeah. emotions when it comes to 3D movies, because uh, though I don't think they're bad, I'm not like a full, like, the 3D purist, I do think, like, it obviously was a gimmick that that the the success of Avatar tried to popularize again, with the technology, I do think if it's used creatively and is part of the process from pre-production to make it 3D, I think that is an interesting subsection of film, uh, you know, an interesting advancement on film technology, um, especially if there's better ways to watch it in the future. Like if VR, we, we're not if there VR yet. is becoming it, more popular to make it instead of like a screen, if they make it like a full and fill the that view is that's it 3d right there dude the second the second it's three-dimensional on yeah. screen it's everything in the world will be 3d it'll I, I can definitely see that once that clicks because it's still it's still nauseating i like i've i've seen i saw avatar so i've only seen two movies that i can think of off the top of my head oh no 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 holy shit oh my god i just do you remember Jackass? Did yeah, I saw that in theaters. <laughs> oh, me too. The it was great like, because the, the dildos, yeah, Chris, the dildos Chris Pontius, are flying through uh, the air. Playing baseball oh. with his dick with the ping pongs <gasps> in 3D was pretty good. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot all about that. Oh, my God. So I have seen that because I've been racking my brain. So I talked to Travis earlier today, and he was like, oh, you know, have you seen any 3Ds? And I was like, God, I'm like, I'm like I, was, I forgot about, like, Avatar. I was like, oh, yeah, I saw Avatar. And then I, a Coraline was one that I saw 3D, and I actually really loved that. It was super delightful. Oh, that delightful. sounds fine. I wish I would have and, saw that. And so, I, yeah, I saw, like, Coraline 3D, and then I was like, I was like, Avatar. And then I'm like, dude, back in the day in in Utah, Salt Lake City, there was this place called the Fun Dome, and they used the to rock, Dome. like, 3D. Yeah, you, dude. You would, like, watch, like, 3D. They it's had like 3D a lawyer's things, office but they were, like, I drive. I drive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or it's, like, like, some, yeah, it's, it's like, like a real estate yeah. office or something. Anyway. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely uh, is not a not a mini golf course in like yeah. a paintball arena full of d- death and death and lost children. But uh, it's like freaking you could watch like silly movies there. So I've seen like I've seen like there's like skeletons fighting and stuff. So we've seen some fun 3D stuff, and every single time it's it's kind of it's a little distracting in theaters. I don't, you know, I don't like, ha- and especially for glasses wearers, like, I, I'm not one of struggle. them, but, like. That's a struggle you, for me. Yeah, if you, if you wear glasses, it's almost kind of, like, it's just pointless. If you, like, if you can't, you know, if you're nearsighted, it's, like, don't even, just forget it. But um, uh, 
I like I think they're fun. It's just it is distracting. The technology is on the cusp. We're getting a lot better, and eventually, because no, not every movie can be Avatar, which is like the most one of the most expensive movies ever made. So it kind of hinders your experience. But Jackass 3D made it super fun. So that would probably you know that or Coraline. Coraline worked really well too because what works really well is when you only use 3D for like certain effects, and they're not they're not gimmicky outside of 3D. Right. Has to work that, both where, ways. Dread, you know? Yeah, dread. You could watch that, and you could, you could. Someone could be like, "Oh, did you notice that it was 3D?" And they'd be like, "No, I had yeah. no idea." But like something like that. Remember what's that? What's that? Like my killer Valentine. That was 3D. I was about to say. So what, the what was the that? best movie I've ever seen 3D is Avatar. I mean, I I remember seeing that in right. theaters when it came out, and it blew my fucking mind because uh, I've unfortunately seen it several times since then. Because everyone wants to watch it for some reason. And it's fine. It's a fine movie. It's whatever. It's whatever. But the viewing sure. experience, because I'd never seen anything like that before. And the technology, James Cameron, uh, if anything, is a fucking, not only is he a pretty good filmmaker, but he's a fucking inventor, dude. Like, he's a he's a, he's yeah, a trailblazer he... for technologies. And so, 3D, that's why 3D popped off so much, is because Avatar was changed the game. And I, no one had seen anything like that. So I walked out of the theater after Avatar, seen it in 3D, and I was just like, holy fuck. Like, that was one of the most craziest theater experiences I've ever had because the, the audience was cool, too. Oh, yeah. um, and then, unfortunately, it does not hold up on repeat viewings as nearly as much. But, I mean, it's still fine. But um, right. But I saw that explains it to My you. Bloody Valentine was, in theaters was... as well in 3D, and it was awesome. <laughs> oh, was it? Was it? My Bloody yeah, Valentine was, was good? It was, ter- is... it was definitely... A slasher movie made for 3D because there's I remember specifically right, right. there's there's like so many shots that go right at the camera on purpose like he throws the axe and it's like <laughs> right at the camera but there oh, is a shot where there's a it's an aerial shot looking down on a guy and he like stabs the guy in the head and pulls the axe out and the blood like flies up at the camera and uh, I remember being like in theaters just like baked and be like hey that's fun <laughs> like that. Yeah, right. Whoa, 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 watch out for the blood, you know. Um, it was yeah. cool. But um, I think I've only seen those, Jackass 3D, and maybe that's it. I want to say I have saw one more, but I don't remember what. I got to see. Okay, real quick. Let me let me double check. Coraline would have been cool. I would. I've never. Did you Dude, know Cor- I've never seen oh. Coraline all the way? Oh, yeah. what? It's the, well, do yourself it's a the favor. only... Uh, Oh, it's like the only a movie like you a haven't, movie seen? I haven't seen. Wow, dude. Well, get out there because it's like their first one, and it yeah. did. Well, and I know I so. love it because I've seen <laughs> I've seen like two scenes yeah. from it. Um, because I remember when it came out, it was very popular, and it looks really cool. And if it was readily accessible, I would have watched it already. But, uh, well, I remember seeing it in 3D, and then when you buy it on when you buy it on DVD, it has it came with 3D glasses. Oh, fun! So you could watch it on 3D at home, and it's hot hot trash don't don't ever do that was, <laughs> but uh so it, i'm thinking yeah. it's was uh some of the other like movies in 3d because i think paranorman was in 3d and i actually do think that was the last 3d movie i saw oh you did oh so you saw it in 3d i i, I didn't I, know i i didn't don't see paranorman quote theaters. me because i do feel i do feel like there was another because i was trying to remember another one and it would make well, sense this was the this was the time period because 
uh, Avatar and My Bloody Valentine came out in 2009, and then Jackass 3D was 2010. And then what is, what was, what was Coraline? Coraline, this is more, oh, 2009. Dude, God, that was like the year of 3D. Did they just like, did somebody have like a 3D camera and they're like, all right, guys, we're gonna, this is uh, That's contracted. what I popped off and they're like, it's Got the next big thing. Yeah, Paranorman what did get released in 3D and I totally must did have get seen a 3D. it in 3D because uh, Paranorman's fucking sick. Have you seen Paranorman? It's really, God, it's really it. dope. Yeah, We should watch Paranorman. Uh, in oh, October, <laughs> we should just do a Leica. We should just do a Leica run, or just stop everything motion. Everything they've done is amazing. So. In general, sure. There's yeah. a lot of other stop yeah. motions that I think but, would be fun. But yeah, fuck yeah. And you know we'll watch a Leica well, movie because they're very popular. They're the best. They're, they're the best. Amazing, yeah. Uh, and uh, Travis, thank you for uh, calling in as always, yes. and I appreciate hearing from you. And I'm curious to know if you have see- remembered any more because, dude, Jack has totally just popped in there i'm like oh my god i forgot how like if you haven't seen it i mean if you're a, if you're you know an adult or a really cool child go watch jackass 3d because there's like no i remember i was reminded recently because uh i went and saw jackass forever with my wife and it was you know it's jackass it's a lot of fun uh it's stupid and fun but i also was like oh i want you know i want more jackass that's fun just on at the the house so i watched jackass 3.5 which i'd never seen because it's basically just a lot of unused footage from Jackass 3, which is in 3D. and But there are parts that slightly overlap. And I was watching Jackass 3.5 like last month. And they yeah, they have like the dildo cannon and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. Dude. And I and that's when it was all coming yeah. back. I was like, oh, that, yeah, that's 3D. Um, I remember that. That's fun. That was fun. I didn't never think I'd yeah. see such giant 3D penises on the big screen, but... The future is right? now. We're, the future we're is now. Yep. This really is. Yeah. This really is we, we, our Lord and Savior's time. We are time. blessed. Oh my God. <laughs> um, anyway, so thank you, Travis. What was your favorite part? Um, because I want to talk about mine, but I'm curious as to yours. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's probably the same. Go ahead. Wow. Well, I don't know. Honestly, though, I can't like think of like something that fully. St- it's like weird because this movie to me, on the second viewing, you you find things that you like. I mean, it's basically the slow-mo with the bullets is, is amazing. And, Oh, what's cool. One, one fact I did find they worked on that in like 2006. That doesn't they were, me. they doing got the together tests and stuff. And like doing the slow mo has got such slow-mo. a distinct look, man. It's like the rainbow. Yeah. High end. Like it's the, the, the slight psychedelic elements are really cool. Right. And it gives me like a uh, speed racer yeah, vibes, dude. Do you remember that? <laughs> you remember that? So yeah, the Wachowski, yeah, yeah, Wachowski sisters. They fucking rocked that movie, dude. It's so, dude. I love speed racer. You should, you, yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah, have. Okay. I, but uh, I, I think I think really speed racer. <laughs> it's it's almost kind of one of those. I know, dude. It's a uh, it's one of those silly things. Like I think that's just it's because it is like their money shot. It's like so, it's so golden. But uh, I know I do like the little details too, where it's got. It's got a lot of like if you're a fan of the comic books, I bet this movie was just a treasure trove because there's like like through my readings, Alex it's Garland like, definitely so was. So many, so it's like I guarantee you, he put yeah, a lot of like little. He well, there's so many. I, I was reading, it's like there's apparently like like fatties, and there's like a whole bunch of talk about them, and then there's like every single character in Dread is in this movie in some form, and so I'm just like that's cool, like that is awesome, like they're they're either like there's like an homage to them somehow woven throughout. That's fine. And so I'm just like, that's really cool. I would be interested in checking out if I can get my hands on like a good trade or something like just to kind of check it out. Because 
Some for some yeah, of the artwork right, right. Cool. I mean, dip a dip a toe. Um, yeah. But what's your well, what was the, your favorite part? Mine would have to be yeah. The runner up is the scene, the drug bust, the slow mo near the first third, where they go in and it's like the super slow mo and they like shoot the kid's face off, but it's like cutting between the slow mo and then like yeah. and then it cuts to the slow mo again. It's like the ball. It's like ripping yeah. through the flesh. Awesome. Um, yeah. But if you remember from our episode two episodes ago, I was talking about the Departed. And I was oh, like, well. if anyone else, <laughs> listeners, I was in talking. Oh! I was like, I fucking get rock <laughs> yeah, hard. I remember get thrown from buildings. Like it's so fun for me. I want. I- yeah, and it's very, it's very well deserved yeah. in this movie to have the slow mo. Yeah, and for I'm that like, I too. want. Yeah. Well, I guess it happens. More a few people times, thrown yeah. from rooftops or falling from rooftops. It's fun, and it never quite is satisfying and- for me. Uh, the way I want it to be. So the first time you get the three guys fall off, and I'm like, that's fun. I like that. that. That's satisfying. That's sloppy yeah. too, dude. I just, love the like sploosh yeah. they make, dude. <laughs> this, they pretty, fly, yeah, pretty. and it's super gory. And they've been, they've been like, I love how they've they've been skinned and then <laughs> yeah, thrown it's off. Brutal. It's brutal. Yeah, perfect. This movie's pretty brutal yeah, too. That's perfect. Like even with the dial. Yeah, really dial. though. It. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah, um, I kind of forget that. Like the very end really when awesome. they throw Mama. When he throws her from the glass, not only is he just so badass, he's like, let's see. And he gives her the big puff of the fucking slow-mo and then just throws her, kicks her through the window. Uh, and she's just falling on slow-mo. Not only is it just so beautiful, just the shots of her falling down, but then the shot. And I'm like over there, I'm like, yes. But I audibly was like, fuck yeah. When it, the shot of her landing and it's like glass and it's her yeah. face and her face splits open. On the ground, and it shows, and it's like the and it's, it's in the, the X. Look, it's in I'm the a sucker. Shape of, I'm a sucker the for the, the helmet. Yeah, the blood. Yeah, shape of the X. But I'm I like you. You and I both. We we've talked about it before. We're fans of that like undershot yeah. <laughs> where good. it's like it's fake. It's fake. It's like you now you you can only create this shot. You can't you can't create this in any other medium except yeah. film. Like it it can't you can't recreate that where it's like. It's shot under something that's not no, possible. It's, it's supposed shot under concrete to. It's supposed to be her. the ground, but it's obviously yeah. filmed with like some You're, kind of. It's plate. the camera lens now. You but she right. smashes and you were, face first into dude. it, and her face splits open and just starts gushing blood. And I literally yeah. was just like, "Fuck yes!" Like that satisfied my falling from a building scratch. And not not only was it just <laughs> yeah. such a cool climax, and it was so such earned for the character because she's so vicious and cruel and then he's also like well let's see you know like (laughs) like because it's like he's like well the uh the sentence is death you know what's uh what's your defense or like what's your do you have anything to say she doesn't say anything so he's like you know defense noted (laughs) yeah right right yeah it's it's, it's thematic and it's super badass and i and i really liked it right and it is, it is like that, it is good triumphing evil. So, yeah. you know, that, even though that's, even though that's like subjective and not possible, but it's like still in this movie, it's well, just. Yeah, it's a like, lawful good, you, you lawful know, good what, versus. Right, right, you know, right, right. I guess it would be lawful evil yeah. probably or neutral evil. Right, right. Well, yeah, kind of neutral. She's probably she just kind neutral of evil. She's in, she's in it for yeah. totally her own benefits. She's, she's right, not right. like, she's not, she's really, not she's trying just, to adhere to some giant evil code. And she's. She's not trying she's, to take down a government or anything. She's just, but uh, yeah, she's just straight lawful, up just making, lawful good making and her profit. But yeah, but uh, yeah. Anyway, it's, uh, that's dread. It's fun. Uh, this movie's fun. You know, it's like uh, I like that not every movie, like people 
call us film snobs and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And not and not every movie is this like, you know, Kaufman esque picking apart all the the meanings or even. It doesn't have to be a cat and mouse. No. It's just a straight up, just like, it's just it's simple, you know, a barrage of balls to the top. But this movie is like, it's, it's more than just like, like, you know, shoot them up or crank or something like other movie, other action movies of the era that are super over the top that are just like action, 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 action. Like those movies do that. But this movie has such a interesting and established foundation on which to stand upon, which is you know, the world building and the lore, which is just like, it's subtle, but it's woven in there that I think really makes it stand a league a little bit above those other movies for me. Cause those other movies are very situational where this movie is and it's plot beats, but it has a lot more going on as far as just like where it's, what is happening and where it's happening in the world. Right. It's happening. And, and as for like one man armies go, I feel like it gives you enough. It gives you enough breath. And he is tactical enough that it, like, it's... it's it, it breathes. It yeah, it breathes. You know what I mean? Like, there's, right. like, the downtime... He, yeah. He's not just... It's not like... He's not a he's not a Rambo type or an Expendables type where it's, like, hundreds and hundreds of Onslaught yeah. are coming and he's, like, taking him on. You know, it'll be, like, in a closed room and he distracts everybody and then it, it's... It's like, methodical. Yeah, and they go and when it makes sense, he's, yeah. they sneak past him. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Uh, right, right, right. And that's what I nice. appreciate. Um, anyway, check that movie out. Um... Yeah. Let's, but, let's button it up. And, uh, yeah, we're going to um, give you some of our little closers here. Uh, if you would like to call in like Travis does and give us a voicemail of your own about movies we're watching, movies you're watching, pretty much anything, we would, we'd love to hear from you. There is nothing off the table. We'll talk to you about anything. Film specifically would be great, but you know what? I'll, dude, I'll, I'll chat you up about an alternator or whatever you need, <laughs> whatever you got out there. <laughs> and if you'd like to talk about that, call 801-613-1501. Very, very nice. Yeah. Give us a call. Nice. Leave a message. Uh, thanks to everyone who um, contributed and talked on the Reddit, gave us your thoughts on Dread. I love hearing yeah. your guys' perspectives. Yeah. Love hearing, you know, I just love hearing people excited about movies, too. Like, a couple of the comments were just like, I fucking love this movie. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm glad. <laughs> I love it when people love movies. Um, so, don't forget to comment there. Our next movie won the poll. The next remake we're watching this next week is uh, the Coen Brothers remake of True Grit. We will be watching. He's of tr- he's of he's of he's True Grit. I haven't seen yeah. it since it came out. I've only seen it. I've, I've, Same, or maybe, I maybe. No, dude. Actually, no. I watched it like yeah. last year. I've only seen it once. <laughs> Wait, like, was, yeah. I, I mean, I remember it. Quite, I remember it pretty well. But uh, we'll see, because uh, I remember not loving it. But wow. um, okay, I do. Yeah, I do love me some westerns. So we'll see. And I and I love the Coen Brothers yeah, and like, Jeff Bridges and all that. So I yeah. Um, I kind of yeah. So we'll see. We'll we'll we'll, see. we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll be interested. Yeah. We'll Hopefully, I can get my week. wife to fucking watch it with me. So go watch True Grit. Give us your thoughts and opinions on that. Check out the Instagram. Check out. Go to the website. Uh, To all our Uh, Patreons. And if you'd like. Thank you. We have a Patreon uh, account that is just cold of similar knowledge. You can type it in. We'll pop right up. And if you, uh, you know, become one of our awesome patrons, like that of Kylie and Landon and Thomas 
and Cindy and Gloria. You guys can, you know, get along the Plex and watch all our movies. It'll be there for you. You can get part of the Sticker of the Month Club, mail out some awesome stickers that we yes. create, and uh, just get part of the and community. And for only $1 a month, you get to listen to our other podcast that we do with our other friend David, Cinema Ramble, where it's a little bit more free from just talking about all the other movies we're watching. Movie, movies. just making, movie, you know, uh, news, movie, whatever. You know, the whole last episode, we spent 30 yeah. minutes talking about Kevin Smith's career. So, um, yeah. Check that out. We're going to go do one right now. And I'm going to tell you that at the beginning of the episode, I said the movie in which I'm going to kill myself to. Uh, we'll talk about that probably. <laughs> well, yeah. If you, if you want that exciting news, please come to the ramble. And we'll tell you our we'll tell you our suicide note movies. And we're going to talk about everything. Uh, what is it? Yeah. Everything, everywhere, all yep. at once. Because we both just watched it. We haven't talked to each other about it at all. Dope. So, nope. <laughs> so come to the ramble. Yep. We'll chitty chat. Right, thanks for listening. Let's all go to the Bye. Bar. Have a good night. To get